I'm Michelle White. Thanks for joining me on Happy Inside, the podcast where we talk about the behavioural and psychological aspects of IBS and other gut disorders too. It's every conversation you've wanted to have about your gut symptoms but couldn't. Everything that no one else is talking to you about is happening here. As a specialist in gut-focused therapy, I'll give you the skills and tools to overcome your symptoms and also share with you why gut-directed hypnotherapy on its own isn't enough. Now, you already know that IBS can be physically complex and that's without even mentioning the worries and emotions and behaviours that are woven in because IBS doesn't just affect your gut. It can affect your whole life. And each of those aspects needs to be cared for in order for you to overcome your symptoms. And that's why I'm here for you, for your well-being. You're listening to Michelle White. I'm a psychotherapist and clinical hypnotherapist based in Sydney, Australia. I have seven years of clinical experience in gut-focused therapy And I developed the IBS recovery program to overcome symptoms of IBS by attending to the brain-gut axis and also to those psychological and behavioral aspects that I'll be talking about in this podcast. And two years ago, I built the Happy Inside app to make gut-focused therapy available to more people worldwide. Now, the app is a component of the IBS recovery program rather than a replacement because therapeutic interventions are never as effective as when it's one-on-one and catered to you, which is what the program does. And also, the Happy Inside app is currently only available on the App Store for iPhone users. I apologize to anyone who was looking for the app elsewhere. Please be patient with me. They're very expensive to build, you know, and that's the only reason why there isn't an Android version out there yet. I'll also share with you the incredible amount of knowledge and insight I've gained from working with clients over those seven years and for who I'm extremely grateful for. I've learned something very important, crucial, that our response to symptoms actually determines the outcome. And what I mean by that is there's a whole set of behaviours and beliefs and thought processes that actually exacerbate symptoms. But the good news is, on the flip side of that, there's also a whole set of skills and tools and new ways of responding that will eliminate them. And that's why I'm here to give you everything I've learned because I can't help myself. I'm determined to ensure that no one is living with symptoms and the impact of them unnecessarily. So let's talk about those thought processes and worries and beliefs and sets of behaviours that are keeping symptoms alive. No one is doing them consciously or willingly. They start out as a protective mechanism. Just like someone who has an injury. You tend to change what you do to protect that injury. It's the same for IBS. 
and with chronic IBS that's been around for a very long time, you tend to become hypervigilant. You're looking for uh, clues or reasons that those symptoms could be there. You're doing all that you can to find ways for them to stop. So what happens is a cycle. So the symptoms arise. You become stressed about the symptoms. And then that stress creates tension in the body. And when there's tension in the body, you experience more symptoms. And then, of course, when you have more symptoms, you're more stressed. And the more stressed you are, the more tension you have. And then the symptoms are there again. It just goes round and round. No one's doing that consciously either. It's just that no one has given you another way to respond. No one has told you that there is hope, that there is absolutely something that you can do about this. And that's why I'm here. Now, I guess this is the part where you may be interested in my own experience of IBS, which is actually quite similar to yours. So here goes. I lived with IBS for about 15 years. I remember developing symptoms in my later teenage years, about 16. And in hindsight now, when I look back, I can see that there were a great deal of stressors in my life. It was my first insight about stress, um, being a contributor to my symptoms. So I started seeing some doctors. I tried different alternative therapies and not much was working. I did all the same things that you're doing. I went to GPs and functional medicine doctors. I tried naturopaths, dietitians, gastroenterologists. I even tried meditation and psychology and different supplements. I went on all the different restrictive diets. I tried herbs and different teas and I was always wrapped around a wheat pack. It cost me a load of money. There were glimmering moments of hope when I thought maybe someone had the answer for me. But many more sunken hearts of despair. And what I ended up with after years of this was a body riddled with anxiety. And that completely exacerbated my symptoms and actually took over. And then this one year, I became sicker than I ever have. I was underweight. I'd lost an incredible amount of weight very, very quickly. I basically had severe diarrhea for nine months. And no one could offer me any solutions. But I ended up in hospital. I arrived at hospital with a heart problem. And they hooked me up to the machines and were rushing around and bringing doctor after doctor to me and interviewing me, essentially, asking me the same questions over and over, but from different specialists, to try and figure out why my heart rate 
was 150 beats a minute at rest. They did some blood tests. They ran some other tests. And eventually they came to me and said, oh, your potassium's low. It's right down below half. So they pumped me with a few bags of potassium. I felt marginally better, like I'm talking 10%. They gave me a script for Nexium and sent me on my way. No discussion about what to do for the gut symptoms, even though they had come to the conclusion that chronic diarrhea for nine months had depleted my potassium levels. They actually didn't look at the underlying cause and try and treat the gut symptoms at all, except for the Nexium, which didn't do anything anyway. So fairly soon after that, I went to another gastroenterologist and I had a bit of a stroke of luck, actually. I feel like this was um, a pivotal moment for me. So I lived in Canberra at the time and I had my first appointment to see this new gastroenterologist. And I rocked up for my appointment and this gastroenterologist greeted me and advised me that he in fact wasn't the gastroenterologist that I'd booked in with and he was a visiting locum from Melbourne. Now I have to admit I felt a bit ripped off at the time but not knowing what was ahead. So because he was from Melbourne, he was all over this brand new fructose malabsorption concept. And he referred me to a dietitian down in Melbourne who was studying that. So I consulted with this dietitian via Skype. She was fantastic. I really liked her. And she said to me, actually, the, the, the information I'd given her was how stressed I was about my symptoms, that I was literally a ball of anxiety. I was completely underweight. I was so tense and anxious and stressed. And she said to me, I've got this brochure here from the Australian Hypnotherapist Association and it's about hypnotherapy and IBS and it says that it's really effective. (laughs) I said, well, what does it do? And she said, I have no idea, but it's meant to be good. And I said, fine, that's all right, I'll do it. I'm up for anything. I was so sick. I was willing just to try anything that worked. And I was incredibly fortunate. I was working for an employer at the time who gave me extended sick leave because I was so unwell. And they allowed me to travel once a week from Canberra to Sydney to see a hypnotherapist because there wasn't really anybody available in Canberra at the time. So I found a hypnotherapist in Sydney who wasn't necessarily a gut specialist, but she was quite a skilled practitioner and um, talked a little bit about the gut as well. So I went off and saw her and I couldn't believe what happened. Now, while she didn't cure me of IBS or any magic voodoo like that, (laughs) what she did was slowed my mind down enough that my central nervous system relaxed just a little bit. And I hadn't felt that level of relaxation or that reduction in tension for years. And I was hooked. I was impressed. I 
was completely gobsmacked with the impact that my mind could have on my body. And so off I went and studied hypnotherapy to develop gut focus therapy for everyone else who was struggling because no one else was talking to me about this. My anxiety and worry wasn't acknowledged and even worse, it was treated as separate from my gut symptoms, yet it was there in such ferocity because of them. I won't let that happen to you. Word is out now and I've got lots of talking to do, so here's what you can expect from the Happy Inside podcast. 10 to 15 minute episodes each week to keep it simple and relevant with topics that include everything I've learned from those seven years of clinical experience. And here's a few examples. What is clinical hypnotherapy and how does it differ from hypnosis, the kind of techniques that you see in movies and stage shows? A lot of people ask me about this one. We'll look at what this gut-directed hypnotherapy is that's gaining more attention and how it works. We'll also look at how the bowel works and what I call interference behaviours. We'll discuss constipation versus incomplete evacuation. We'll look at your relationship with food and your relationship with your digestive system. I'll share more detail about the IBS recovery program and the Happy Inside app. And this is a big one. We'll be talking a lot about how your thoughts interact with your gut and loads more. Now, if you'd like to comment on the podcasts, please leave a review in iTunes. And if you're keen to interact about them, please comment in the relevant Facebook posts so I can personally reply to you. And remember, no matter where you are or what you're doing, go gently on that body of yours. I'm Michelle White, and you've been listening to Happy Inside. You can follow Happy Inside on Facebook, and here's some other options. You can subscribe to Happy Inside on Apple Podcasts and leave your comments there. If one-on-one support is right up your alley, then the Happy Inside IBS Recovery Program is for you. If not, you can purchase the Happy Inside iPhone app. And if you already own it, don't forget to review and rate it on the App Store. These details can be found at happyinside.com.au. Join me here each week for all those conversations that foster a happy inside.